October 17th, Riker, we are talking about a so-called 80s classic today, Night of the Comet, uh, came out in 1984, but I just watched this the other night. Um, had, had you seen it before we, we decided to talk about it? I saw it in the movie theater with two other people. Holy cow, man. Holy cow. That's crazy. Uh <laughs> I can't believe that. That's nuts. Um, okay. you, you can't believe that I actually saw this in the movie theater or that there were only uh, two other people in the movie theater when uh, we went to see it. Yeah, both. You know, both. Um, so, so Okay. This, All right. Yeah, this movie's got, like, a reputation as being kind of a classic zombie movie. Um, I have to say, I'm just going to come right out of the gate and say I was disappointed in this one. Um but uh, before... yeah, this movie's not great. But yeah. go ahead. <laughs> sure. Yeah. So, but but before I'll get in, I get into too many, uh, get into too much about my detail or about, about my feelings about the movie. Um, let's just talk a little bit. So this movie again came out in '84. This was prime like Valley Girl era, um, and oh, also sure. also prime like mall shopping and. Uh, you know, uh, uh, schlocky horror movies. I mean, this movie just tried to throw everything at it. Um, and and, it, and it, it succeeds in certain ways, uh, not so much in others. So uh, the premise is more or less about a, a girl uh, named, uh, what, what, what was her name, uh, Regina? Uh, a girl named Regina and her sister uh, named Samantha. And Correct. And Regina's the older sister and, and uh, you know, I guess attractive uh, by 80 standards. Uh, and, uh, and, and so she's working at a movie theater uh, on the night of the comet. And everybody's expecting like, like, so it didn't, didn't Haley's Comet come through like in the mid 80s at some point too? Didn't that come around? Yeah, and they, yeah, and they all predicted that it would uh, destroy the world. So this is kind of yeah. like, Right in there. Yeah. yeah so, um, by the way, um, she's, uh, oh, I'm sorry, Catherine Mary Stewart plays Regina. Uh, she's the girlfriend, uh, love interest in a movie that I know you love, which is The uh, the Last Starfighter. That's right. And she was also in Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> which is oh, awesome. yeah, for sure. Right? Uh, yeah. Okay, continue. I'm sorry um, I didn't mean to interrupt. I wanted to throw some, you know, some, some smiles to our listeners. Yeah, yeah. That's a great so, movie. So uh, so everybody's preparing for this comet to, to circle, uh, you know, uh, fly by the Earth. Um, and wouldn't you know it, this comet kind of uh, incinerates everybody more or less um, and also gives, like, you know, many, some of the survivors or many of the survivors, like, some sort of infectious disease or something that turns them into flesh-eating cannibalistic zombies. Um, and... Uh, so I think if I remember correctly, if, if I got this right, the reason uh, Regina and Samantha were not um, infected or not incinerated is because they were in, uh, sleeping in like steel rooms or something. Uh, the, yeah, Regina... so that uh, Go ahead. Regina is having sex with her boyfriend in the um, uh, film. The projection um, room. 
projection room and which is lined in steel and i can't remember where the other girl was yeah and yes. there's a group of mad scientists who have also put themselves up in a steel bunker yeah. so they were all unaffected yeah so uh well and her sister samantha decided to sleep out in the steel shed or something she because she got in a fight with her her uh, stepmother or some shit uh, there's right. a whole there's a whole like backstory about how their dad's like away like fighting uh rebel forces in south america or some shit and and as a result like he's taught his daughters to be you know uh, even though they're kind of somewhat ditzy valley girl types uh they also know how to handle themselves um so anyway that's that's a weird backstory that i'm like okay that's a weird detail to throw in there but anyway uh so so they wake you know they get up the next morning and they discover that you know, uh, they're pretty much like the last two uh, people on Earth, or so it seems. And um, when Regina goes home to find her sister, Sam, uh, she's like, she doesn't know anything's going on. She's in there listening to the radio and the radio's still going. So they decide after they both figure out what's going on, uh, they decide to go investigate why the radios, how the radio station is still going. So they travel to the radio station uh, and they discover it's all like on a pre-recorded tape. And there they discover uh, their buddy Hector. Um, yep. And so Hector, Regina and Samantha are kind of like they're the trio of this thing. They're, they're, they're the stars of the show. Um, and, and, uh, they're trying to survive. They eventually, you know, get discovered by these scientists, scientists, uh, have, uh, you know, while they're trying to find, you know, a cure or whatever, but there's also some like, uh, nefarious underhanded shit going on with them. Now, can I pause you right here for just a moment, just to yeah. throw out that Hector is played by Robert Beltram, AKA Chakotay. From Star Trek Voyager, also a superior show. Continue. Oh, nice. That's right. All right. So, uh, so anyway, um, that that's that's the movie in a nutshell. They've they've the movie fucking veers off in all sorts of wild and weird directions that I I guess to its credit I did not expect. Um, and the one other thing that I did not expect from this movie is the sheer lack of zombies in this movie. Uh, right. You know, I would say, man, there can't be more than like maybe a dozen zombies in this movie, if that. And uh, that surprised me. There's not a lot of like, uh, you're, so don't go into this movie expecting like, uh, you know, your typical Romero, lots of cool blood and gore and zombie killing and stuff like that. A lot of it is like these guys, these two girls just running around uh doing shit like they go shopping at one point they bust into a mall and they, they go shopping and then get in a fight with like if they had stayed in the mall and done yeah. a chopping mall thing that would have been far more entertaining because chopping mall we t that was glorious chopping yeah. mall has all the nostalgia that i want there's goodness that i mean well we will get into it in spoilers it, it does have its nostalgia but it's not as fun you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Like chopping malls, like '80s nostalgia, cheese gore fun. Yeah. And this is, and is this over yet? I'm sorry. Continue. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, so you know, so one, there weren't a lot of like, uh, and, and uh, speaking of chopping mall, uh, Kelly Maroney, uh, the girl who plays Sam, was in Chopping Mall. Um, 
You she are played, correct. Yeah, she was in Chopping Mall just a couple years later. But anyway, she also oh. was she was also in uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High and Slay Ground and a couple other like eighties uh, eighties movies. So anyway, uh, so the the movie not only had like a lack of zombies, it just had like a lack of anything that I was expecting from it. You know, I I, I they uh, reading the reading the previews of this stuff, they they kind of played up the the valley girl aspect of it. I didn't find it to be that really at all. You know, there was a little bit yeah. of it of that in there, but not really enough. Uh, it was, it was really kind of boring, this movie. Um, not a lot going on. Uh, the, you know, there were a couple fun jokes and a couple fun bits, but it was fucking long, uh, uninteresting. And, uh, I get that there, there's like a post-apocalyptic kind of thing going on, but just in like an empty and uninteresting world that they created. What did you think of it? Yep. Um, I, I, I wish I had seen another movie when, when I was a kid. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, I went to revisit and I would hope that time would have given me a bunch of nostalgia and there's some good stuff. Like the video game stuff is kind of cool and yeah. the special effects are terrible. Um, the acting is pretty terrible. So, I mean, you know, it, it's got some of that to it. Um, and, and I love you and I, and I know you love schlock. So I'm like, Okay, here we go. Yeah. Um, I, I I was hoping that maybe the second time around that I would have felt differently, but I really felt like the what was I, nineteen eighty four, right? Yeah. I was like fifteen. Yeah. 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 I agree. Seven. Yeah. Yeah. I was about fourteen, fifteen years old. Me and my brother and two of the people I didn't know watching this movie, and yeah, it felt about the same. Um, but you know, hey. It's uh, there. There's some cool things with this movie that have th- that we can talk about after we spo- you know we get into spoilers that are kind of fun. Yeah. Um, but as far as a hey, I, I mean, I, I would recommend that this might be a better movie if I was having a drinking game with it, and um, and we were just doing you know um, a mystery science theater three thousand kind of deal with y- me and my buddies. Yeah. I, I, that would, but even that, like I'd much rather watch Slumber Party Massacre and do that to that movie. Yeah, uh, that's just my humble opinion. I, it's okay. It, 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 it's not the worst movie I've ever seen. Um, yeah. But it's it's not anything like. If somebody asked me this year to watch again, I'd be like, oh no, no, I'll, I'll talk about it. I ain't watching it. So there it is. Yeah. All right. So what do you want to rate this thing? Oh man. Um okay, let's do I'm gonna give this uh two and a half um high scores on I think it was Tet was it Tetris? It wasn't Tetris. Was uh, it? it was Tempest. Tempest, I, I was close. I love that fucking game. Mm-hmm. I was good at that game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, two and a half high scores uh out of five Tempest. Games. Yeah, a, when, when this movie started out with her playing Tempest, I was like, oh, this is going to be great, because Tempest is one of my all-time favorite arcade games. Love it. Uh, I'm only giving this two high scores out of five. Oh, okay. Uh, All right. Because, man, it was boring, and honestly, I fell asleep a couple times during it, because I was so bored. Really? <laughs> yeah. So, oh. all right. Let's spoil it, man. Okay, hold on. Let me get a drop. Ready? Here. Yep. Thank <laughs> you.
John, I have to ask you a question. Do you know what the original title for this film was supposed to be? I have no idea. Teenage Mutant Horror Comet Zombies. Teenage Mutant Horror Comet Zombies was the original working title of the film. It would have immediately been a better film if they had named it Teenage Mutant Horror Comet Zombies. <laughs> yeah, I, maybe, maybe. I guess I would have gotten a little. Well, the turtles had just gotten to be kind of famous at that point in time, and so yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, not a lot to spoil here. Uh, other than you know the the scientist angle at the end, uh, you know, like in the that kind of took over and uh, swallowed right. the third act, uh, was really like fucking bad. Uh, the movie the movie went from like you know kind of corny fun to just like straight up dull like i hated the whole like last third of the movie and like i said i i wound up like dozing off a couple times because i was like this fucking boring man (laughs) fucking hated it um so yeah uh i thought hector was a cool character uh i i did like him you know he's charming and everything I, i dug him uh tell me so you you know you're a child of the 80s a bit uh a bit tell, yeah tell me a bit like kelly maroney like she's apparently like some sort of 80s icon and i don't know anything about her give me a second um uh, let me look her up let's see what the intro web say about kelly maroney like there's um, even there's even like a song about her and shit like she's beloved and uh and i guess like i just don't know enough about her uh, but apparently, you know, in the 80s, she was like the fucking She business. was a massive – she was in, like, all the – okay, so first of all, she was in Fast Times at Ranger Von High. She was Cindy yeah. Yeah. in 1982, right? Um, and then um, she did a shit ton of uh, – I mean, she was in uh, Ryan's Hope. Do you remember Ryan's Hope? Not at all. Oh, my God. Uh, Ryan's Hope was like, you know, in the 80s, they had all the evening soap. I mean, you couldn't get enough soap opera during the day. So like Dallas, Ryan's Hope, all that stuff. They were, uh, they Holy were shit, man. Soap she's operas. a, oh, she's yeah. a, she's a, uh, she's a native of uh, the Twin Cities, man. She got her start acting at the Guthrie Theater. So oh, I fucking that. missed the Guthrie. Yeah, you and me both. I uh, so miss the Guthrie. <laughs> fucking well, like, so, you can't go there because they probably can't show anything. Exactly. Uh, yeah, but anyway. She is so, fetching, um, so we've got that going on, which is great, and Night of the Comet. I mean, she's I, super, she's you know, super the, obnoxious in this movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I... Yeah, I I remember seeing her a lot and a lot of different things, and maybe it's just a whole bunch of Ryan's Hope shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, both her and um, uh, who were you talking about just a minute ago? Catherine um, Mary Stewart. Catherine Mary Stewart were kind of one of those people like you go, oh, I know her, and you'd be like, where's she from? Uh, and you couldn't remember, but you've seen <laughs> her around. Um, yeah. and their hair, oh, they had the iconic hair. Oh right? my god, the hair. So they got the, the. They're both wearing Farrah Fawcett's. Yeah. which is pretty iconic for late 70s, early 80s. So they both got that going on. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. We, there's really not much to spoil about this movie. Uh, the, I've got uh, some I got some groovy things to chat about quick. So one is um, Josh, Josh Whedon. 
Joss Whedon said this was his big influence, in quotes, for the original script for Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah, I did hear so about that. So he influenced Joss Whedon. And that is yeah. a great film, by the way. Yeah. Um, and then the only thing that I thought was interesting in my research going back, and, and this just shows you kind of how they did this movie. So uh, Tom Eberhardt um, directed this movie, and uh, Kelly Maroney uh, uh, walks out of an elevator, and the only thing they show are her feet. That's it. <laughs> and then typically you could see people coming out on an elevator, they'd have a full upper body shot. And yeah. um, it, they ran out of time on the shoot in the location, and they couldn't get her back for a pickup. So they basically took her shoes and threw it on a production assistant and then shot. And it's not even a fucking elevator. They just basically had them walk out of something that kind of looked like an elevator. And yeah. they um, manually they used a chance to pull the doors open. So th there you go. That that's how you do a pickup in the eighties. Like I can't get the actor or actress back. So we just we can't even go back to the location. We'll just go down the hallway here, put some fake doors and pull it open and hopefully people will buy it. Um but that sadly is not the only time in that film where they're just doing cheap ass shit to put this thing together to try to make a buck. Yeah. And, and you know what it's sad, it kinda shows and, and you know, there are there are uh there are horror movies that have lesser budget that put far more love into it that that I will watch over and over and over again, and we may talk about that. Um, and again, Chopping Mall is a great example of just low budget '80s cheese love. That I'll, I'll, I'm, you know what? When we're done talking. Maybe I'll go watch that tonight. So, <laughs> All right, man. Well, that's it for today. Tune in tomorrow when we've got probably a better movie to talk about. We'll see. You'll have to find out tomorrow. Bye-bye. We'll see. All right. See you.